Hello, everybody. Richard Beatty with Crawford Media in Denver. Today I have with me Ken Sandy. He's the founder of Peacemaker Ministries and Relational Wisdom 360. As president of RW360, he now focuses on teaching people how to build strong relationships in families. Ken, uh, briefly talk about uh, Peacemaker Ministries. Well, Peacemaker Ministries was my first law. Uh, 30 years uh, working with that team, just more remarkable people, uh, you know, developing peacemaking, conciliation, mediation, conflict coaching resources, uh, serving actually people all around the world. And yes. God just opened so many doors and uh, just love the, to see what God did, situations that seemed impossible to reconcile. And my, my father was a judge, and he always kept telling me when I tell him about a new case, ah, that's not going to work, never work. Uh. I'd come home and tell him, well, guess what happened? And my dad was actually converted, uh, came to faith in Christ when he saw the power of the Holy Spirit reconciling people in seemingly impossible lawsuits, divorces, you name it. My dad saw, saw Christ work, and he eventually put his trust in the Savior. Wow. Uh, what part of the country did you grow up in? Born and raised in Montana, also known oh, wow. as the Porch of Heaven. So that's why you're back in Montana. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you always know you would go, go back to Montana? No, I actually went down to California, worked as a, a medical equipment uh, engineer designing that, that equipment, but I just missed Montana, missed my family, and so after a few years, headed back up here and got a lot of Oh, that's great. Your best-selling book, The Peacemaker, is standard reading in most seminaries and has sold over 500,000 copies, as we, as we said. Why do you think that uh, that book has been so well-received all over the world? Well, there's an old Gaelic saying, God strikes straight blows with crooked sticks. <laughs> all, the, all the glory goes to him. I'm just a crooked stick. Yes, but sir. I think the, the, the fact that it's going now 20 years, really, since it came out, is because it's just based on timeless biblical principles. They were relevant, you know, thousands of years ago, uh, updated by Jesus uh, two millennia ago, and they're still the same principles that uh, work today. I mean, it's like aerodynamics. Those principles don't change with time because God built them into creation, and God built into creation principles like get the log out of your own eye, and confess your sins, and forgive others as Christ has forgiven you, and those things are timeless principles. Yes, they are. So... Uh, I was introduced to your new ministry called Relational Wisdom 360. In these confusing times with so many new terms that we have, like cancel culture and all kinds of terminology, uh, we need a little intervention and a little bit of clarity, I think. Uh, is that why you went from Peacemakers to Relational Wisdom 360? Well, I guess in simple terms, after 30 years of putting out fires of conflict, I thought I'd really rather prevent some fires of conflict. <laughs> yes. And... And so the, the Peacemaker Board wanted to stay focused on conflict resolution, and I wanted to add to it the idea of teaching relational skills actually prevent conflict. So we just saw that as, as a good time for me to step down, and they brought in a new uh, CEO, and I was able to launch a new ministry. And the focus of RW360 initially was to help people develop relational skills that would actually prevent the, the divorces, the church splits, the lawsuits. So it's getting upstream of conflict. And in simple terms, RW is, is basically a God-centered, biblically-grounded, gospel-driven form of emotional intelligence. How do we read our emotions, our desires, what's going on inside of us? How do we read other people? Are we always cognizant of what God is thinking, what He's up to, and using all three of those dimensions to 
engage people. How does uh, relational wisdom compare to biblical peacemaking? Well, in a way, uh, peacemaking is a subset of RW, because RW applies not just when you're in a conflict. It, it applies you're having a conversation with a spouse, a teenager, a co-worker. And, and if you can read that situation, show empathy, understand what the other person's experiencing, you're, you're likely to minister to them and much less likely to offend them and have a conflict. But when we have a conflict, those same skills are are very relevant because if I'm in conflict with you, I need to manage my emotions. I'm getting angry. I'm getting tense. I need to manage those. I need to be mindful yes. of God. So RW, in a way, is is supercharging peacemaking would be another way to put it, sort of bringing a whole new set of skills to peacemaking, and it can make us even more effective as peacemakers and conciliators. The, uh, the the secular concept, or it's it's called a secular concept. I don't know if it really is really secular, but it but but the world does accept it. Uh, emotional intelligence. How are the two concepts similar, and how do they differ? Well, both of them have to do with uh, us learning how to read our own emotions, read the emotions of others, and and that's not an insignificant thing. God designed us as emotional creatures. You see story after story in the Bible where a failure to read emotions and what's going inside of me like David not reading his emotion of lust when he saw Bathsheba, changed the course of history. So our failure to read emotions and desires and things on our heart can really create problems. But the flip side is true, too. When we understand how to read them, we can avoid a lot of conflict. So RW and and, uh, EI are similar in that respect. But what we do with relational wisdom, we bring in a very important component that we call God awareness and God engagement. What do I know about God, what he's up to, his character, his purposes, and how do I respond to him in a way that honors and glorifies him? So God is really the compass for how I you know, discipline myself and how I engage the other person. And in this new age, uh, application testimonies are how you uh, communicate with other uh, with other people that want to learn these concepts, and um, and so how do how do people get involved with uh, RW Academy dot org? Well, a lot of it's word of mouth, Richard. People just use our materials and they practice them, and others say, "How did you do that? Where did you learn that?" And they say, "Well, go to rw three sixty dot org." <laughs> so that's part. We we put out a regular blog that has uh, stories, real life uh, testimonies, and stories of uh, people resolving conflict or deepening relationships, preserving relationships using our principles. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of seminaries are now using our materials, homeschool groups. Um, We've also developed a secular version of our training that allows us to get into businesses, police departments, military bases, public schools, where we can teach the basic principles. And and very often we find a door open to actually even share the gospel. That's great. Now, uh, churches can access this and uh, utilize yep. the training. I, I, I got some of the training from, from a church group. And um, how do people—I I guess it's, it's the same thing as far as going to that, uh, that website. Yeah, and one of the best ways to learn these principles is actually in a small group study. You can go to our website, rw360.org, go to the bookstore— and we have DVD sets, study guides, or flash drives. You can get it on a flash drive. And I actually just teach it in a Sunday school class, small group study. You can do a brown bag study at, at, in the workplace. Invite some co-workers once a week to have lunch together 
watch the videos and then talk about the the application questions. That that is a, a great thing when you when you think about it and you think about uh, uh, evangelizing in the in the workplace. Uh, this is pretty uh, low key when you say, "Hey, I'm I'm dealing with a uh, a really good uh, psychologically based." but spiritually based uh, concept. And uh, when you're dealing with emotional intelligence, you're also dealing with the, uh, the, the RW uh, intelligence as well, relational wisdom. Yep. Yeah, our tagline is RW is going beyond emotional intelligence. We take the good neurological information we have about this marvelous brain that God has designed, and we want to know as much as we can about it, but then how we engage the mind and manage, you know, take our thoughts and emotions and words and actions captive, well, that's the gospel, that's scripture. So combine those things, and you see people whose relationships just are remarkably different than what they were before, because they're learning how to basically live out the great commandments, love God with all of our heart, mind, strength, and soul, and love our neighbors as ourselves. Yeah, uh, it's it, it's it's that simple, and that's the hardest thing to do, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's easy in theory, but when we're actually in a situation where we feel like someone has slighted us, uh, taken us for granted, wronged us, whatever, then that's where emotions come in. I'm feeling bitter, I'm feeling resentful, I'm feeling angry. And when that is the dominant thing driving me, then I end up saying and do things that dishonor God and injure relationships. So again, this is where God calls us uh, to take every thought, word, emotion, and action captive to Christ. So that everything I say, everything I think, everything I do is calculated to honor God and give a witness for Christ and His transforming power. Yeah. That's great. Uh, you know, you th- you look at this for for such a time as this. This is uh, this is perfect when you think about the whole thing with school boards and people just calling people names and all kinds of things. They uh, mm-hmm. this relational wisdom is is so important for our time. It's it's always been important for every time, but but for such a time as this, this is this is perfect when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, in my lifetime, I've never seen a time when things were so tense and so polarized. And it really, it's like a real dark night. It's when we as Christians should shine the brightest. We should be the ones that go to school boards and reason with them in a winsome and logical way. We, we teach a lot about uh, negotiation and understanding the other person's interests. Great examples in the Bible, Daniel and Abigail, in literally life life-threatening situations, and yet their skill at reading the interests of the other side in a conflict and presenting alternative solutions was so powerful, and I think really guided by the Holy Spirit, to be sure, but they literally saved lives. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, love God, love people, and and you think about, uh, you know, if if I was anti-vax, uh, and I I really prayed about it, and I was loving God, and I and I was loving people. I would say, well, maybe I should go get the vax because uh, uh, maybe I should get vaccinated because what 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 does what does Jesus want you to do here? And then and then what does uh, what what do people want you to do? How do they? Uh, for us, uh, it was. Uh, I wanted to see my grandson. He was he was newly born. He was born in February of right in the in the uh, beginning of the pandemic, and 
because I respect my 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 uh, son and his wife, uh, and because I wanted to see my grandchild. They they wanted they wanted to rest assured that we were vaccinated, and we said, sure, sure. we'll go and do that. That's not a a big thing. But that was an act of love. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, it was loving people. It was loving those kind of people. So that's how I make made my decision. Yeah. Well, and tied into that, Richard is just how do I love somebody who might disagree with me on that? Because there's 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 serious medical issues. I mean, this is a very very new vaccine, and there's political issues. There's all sorts of things. And how can we communicate our position respectfully, graciously to the person? listen to their side, and even if we disagree, that we can still treat them with respect as image bearers of God. We don't have to condemn another person just because they see it differently. And I think that's, I think whether you get vaccinated or not, that's, that's a personal issue. But how you treat the other person is clearly set out in Scripture, to love others, even our enemies. Jesus yes. says, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. So what should distinguish Christians is not whether they win the argument one way or the other, Right, how they treat the other people who they see things differently. Do you think that's what it is? We're 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 trying to win the argument, and uh, as I as as I've I had a conflict uh, with a family member, uh, and I was uh, I, uh, I and my mother uh, got into it. She goes, you know, you're you're not wrong, and I said, you know, mom, I don't have to be right. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I have to, uh, you know, and I and and I. I, I, I said something, uh, and this is, you know, uh, my family is 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 classic perfectionists. Try to try to be perfectionists on on, on everything, and I and I said, you know, I think if I strive to be accurate, <laughs> uh, and I could be loving in that, <laughs> but try to be perfection, yep. there's no way I can attain yep. it anyhow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, accurate and loving. And that means, you know, even like Paul says in Romans, he said, accept one another then as Christ has accepted you in order to bring praise to God. And that's a pretty good strategy in any of these conversations. Yes. Ken Sandy, Relational Wisdom 360, thanks for being on the program today. Uh, we'd love to have you back soon again. That'd be great. Thanks so much, Richard. God bless. You too. This is Richard Beatty, Crawford Media, Denver. Thanks for listening. All right. Thank you, Ken. I do appreciate it. Okay. Great. Thanks, Richard. Okay. You have a great afternoon. You too, sir. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye.